It is Locked on Jazz for the 9th of January. Jazz Governor Ryan Smith joins the show to talk about the first half of the season, the upcoming All-Star Game, Donovan's return, and how fun is underrated. Plus, we'll break down the weekend that was in Chicago and Memphis. But Jazz Governor Ryan Smith is next on Locked on Jazz. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and the owner, the governor of the Utah Jazz today on the program. Couldn't be more excited for this, so let's get right to it. Thanks so much for making Locked On Jazz your first Listen of the day. We are free. We are available on all podcasting apps. And we're also available on YouTube. So please subscribe. We do this every single day for 30 minutes to update you on your favorite NBA team. So please subscribe to uh, any of those uh, podcasting or on YouTube. Join the chat room. Comment on what Ryan has to say about things uh, here on the program. I will break down Chicago and Memphis in the third segment. But let's get right to it. It's time to be joined by Utah Jazz Governor Ryan Smith. Talk about the up, where the team is, All-Star Weekend, Donovan's return coming this week, and that fun is underrated. It's all, it's all here on Locked on Jazz. Halfway point of the NBA season and joined by Jazz owner Ryan Smith to talk about all things going on with the Jazz here on Locked on Jazz. Ryan, thanks so much for taking the time. And, and I remember opening night being on the floor with you and there was a nervous energy of like, I, I, I don't know what we have. It feels like it might be a little better than everyone says. And I'm not sure. How's your feeling now? 41 games into the season uh, rather than uh, how it felt on opening night with that er- early nervousness. Well, it's amazing like how fast the season goes, but also how long it is. Right. Where like, every week or every other week in the NBA, it feels like it's like six months. But at the same time, we look up and we're like, whoa, that that was just a couple months ago. So, I mean, look, there's a lot to love about Team 49. And, you know, I think we were all asking, like, what do we have? We've got a new coach. We've got new players. We've got nine players, I think, who hadn't played together. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it has been a lot of fun. I think our fan base sees that. Um, we have a long way to go, obviously, but like with, with Will Hardy, I, I think that we're, we're pretty excited. He's only going to get better. The team's only going to get better. Um, and we're, we're excited. I think it's, if I had one word to describe it, I think it's, I think it's been pretty fun for everyone. What has been most pleasing to you? Uh, with the team? You know, we, we made some, some big decisions, obviously. And, you know, one of those kind of one of the general premises of, of this was going younger, right? Like trying to get more youthful. And um, I think just really jazz basketball that we've still been able to play what we all see as jazz basketball, which is hungry, going after it. Um, and, and just being in every game. I think there's only been two games this season where we have not been in it. I mean, we, we won last night, but you know, we easily could have been, you know, have won five of the last six 
and been in a different spot. And I mean, it's the margin of victory in the NBA is small, whether it's, you know, um, Tyler Hero making that, getting a rebound in Sacramento. Um, it, it's like you can just look at it every way. And it seems like it's becoming more and more in the NBA where the last two minutes of a game feels like an eternity, like being up 10 with two minutes left, there's nothing safe. And um, it seems like, I mean, I turned to my wife a couple different times is like, we're tied going into the, the fourth again. <laughs> like these are the games. And I think, I think the fan base loves it. I love Will Hardy the other night said, you know, well, I asked about the final five minutes of games. He was like, we love it. Like you love that. This is fun. This is what it's all about. So yes. I think that's it. You mentioned it's been fast. Fast means that the all-star game is here. Like it is right around the corner. Uh, what's the preparation going? How excited are you to be able to show off Salt Lake city and all of Utah? Yeah, we haven't had the all-star game here in 30 years. I remember as a kid rolling up there to jam session and, you know, it's a big moment. It's a big moment for the state. All eyes will be here. I'll, I'll tell you straight up for, for everyone listening. Um, people are coming. People are coming to Utah. I'm getting the emails. I'm getting the texts. I'm getting, you know, multiple artists saying, hey, I want to perform. No, I want to perform. The NBA saying, hey, who should we choose? Um, everyone wants a spot. This idea of come and, and ski early in the week and then all-star in the latter half of the week, like it, it's coming, but you know, we're a different state than we were 30 years ago. I mean, you can't be one of the fastest growing States in the country that whole period and not be different. There's a lot more to do. Um, and I think we're excited that we're doing a couple things that have been, been great. I mean, our team at the jazz has been working on this nonstop um, community leaders, um, the entire you know, city of Salt Lake, uh, mayor, governor, like everyone's really pushing and excited for this moment. Um, but there's a couple of things like that I would just point out. Um, I remember as a kid, not obviously being able to go to the all-star game or dunk contest or any of that, but I was able to go like participate in all-star weekend. And what they had back then was jam session at the Salt Palace right? Where you could go in. It's basically a convention that's going on. And really Utah, like we're a basketball state. If we can claim one thing, like we are a basketball state and like we brought jam session back. I don't think it's been in the NBA for at least five years plus where imagine a world where you go in and there's 25 basketball courts, there's legends, there's all sorts of games I mean, if you play basketball, if you like basketball or you want something to do Friday, Saturday, get to downtown, get to the, the Salt Palace, the convention center and participate. You can get all the swag and you can have that experience that I had where it's like you go to All-Star Weekend and that's what it's about. It's about bringing communities together. And this is a massive, massive event that is involving so many different organizations um, their service projects. It's it's incredible. And as we kind of gear up here in the next month, you'll start to see a lot more about it. I was trying to figure it out the other day. I was trying to think to myself, so Super Bowl, maybe a political convention, like if you had the Republican convention. And then I would think like NBA All-Star Game. Like that's probably the three that bring the nation and just everyone to your city. 
I, I wonder I wonder if we know, like I, I because it's been the length of time since the last time the All-Star game came, I, I'm not sure we actually realize what's about to happen in Salt Lake City and the energy and buzz that's actually gonna exist. No, the state is completely shorting this. Like, like they have no idea what's coming. And, you know, we're going to get anywhere from 50 to 100,000 people, like, here all weekend. Like, it's not like, hey, we're popping in. Um, it, it's, it's go time. And I think it's super, super exciting. And what we're trying to do from the organization and those involved, our title sponsors, we want to create something for everyone. Like, everyone can go and participate at some level, not just the 18,000 that that the NBA invites into for All-Star. So, You know, you have to get some of the owners up on top of Empire Bowl at Deer Valley, put them on the edge of a cliff and say, hey, it's going to cost you a first-round pick to get you off this. I know the route out, but it's going to be cost you a first-round pick to get out of yeah. this. Getting them up there will be tricky. There's a few that still have it, but they're, they're, they're excited as well. I mean, we're doing um, – Obviously, it's a chance for the governors of teams, um, legends coming in. Celebrity All-Star Game will be awesome. Um, Dwayne and I are doing a bunch there. Um, like, it, it's going to be great. Like, there's the HBCU game that's going to be there. We're, we're activating not only the, the Salt Palace, but Vivint and Huntsman um, up at the U. So there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot cooking. Uh, and hopefully Lowry Markkinen will represent uh, as, you know, Walker Kessler, his campaign manager, got me my sweatshirt. So um, I, I'm hoping Lowry Markkinen will be representing the Jazz. Lowry, I mean, he's playing unbelievably well. 49 last night. Are you kidding me? Like, and it, it would, I mean, if it, there was an easy 49, that's what it looked like, right? Like, I mean, it was, it was good. And you just don't have seven footers that can move and shoot and finish like, like he can. And I think he's only getting better. I think, I think we all feel that way and we're learning how to play and he's learning how to, how to be the guy um, or, or one of the top options. And, and I think that both Danny and Justin and our work did a really good job on, on saying, Hey, that's the guy we want. That is Ryan Smith. And we'll continue with more with Ryan as we eat. Uh, upcoming events of all that's taking place with uh, All-Star Weekend. Some so exciting information there. We'll also talk to him more about Donovan, the team, Will Hardy's year, a little bit more basketball coming up. Uh, But big news there, jam session coming back. That'll be amazing. Uh, Something for everyone. I love his approach, kind of taking him back to his childhood uh, of all that. So more uh, coming up with Ryan Smith on Donovan Uh, on the team on Will Hardy's first year on fun being underrated and all. Today's show brought to you by in part by Murdoch Hyundai, located at 4646 South State Street, also located in Logan and in Linden. The Hyundai car lineup, absolutely fabulous from the Kona all the way up to the Palisade and the SUVs to North to the North American car of the year last year, the Elantra and the Sonata in the sedans. And the Murdochs want to make sure that you have the ultimate experience with no regrets at all. So make sure you stop by Murdoch Hyundai located at 4646 South State Street or in Logan and in Linden. Uh, if you're going to stop by, please make sure that you uh, hit me up first with an email at dlock09 at gmail.com so I can make sure that I give you the best opportunity to get the VIP lockdown treatment with Murdoch Hyundai, located 4646 South State Street, Logan, and in Linden. Today's show also brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert and we'll do them for you. TurboTax experts can relive 
uh, relieve you of any of the stress and of taxes and file so you don't have to. No, <clears throat> so you don't have to do your taxes. Show your eyes. Uh, things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box or not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not anything but taxes. That's right. With TurboTax, 100% expert guarantee. An expert will do your taxes from start to finish so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes right now, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more in Tur. Intuit's TurboTax, full-service products only video meeting with while expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Thanks for making Locked On Jazz your first listen of the day. Please make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Now, more with Ryan Smith. Tuesday's a pretty interesting night considering with Donovan coming back, he's at the peak, he's 71, like it's incredible. He he has a bounce back to him. At the same time, here's Lowry who is emerging 49 and becoming this new star. It makes to me Tuesday kind of an interesting night in Salt Lake where you have these two guys who got traded for each other and both are having just marvelous seasons. Yeah, I mean, this... Like, I'll just tell you how we, we view this as an organization. I mean, this is a massive celebration. And it should be for our fan base. I mean, you've got, you know, we can't focus on, you know, kind of the the the, sci- or the, the vocal minority here. And, and, and social media is not a representation of our fan base. I have a lot of data to prove that that's different. Um, but, like, Donovan, like, I love Donovan. He's, he's amazing. 71 points. It's, it's crazy. What he's done for our state, our franchise, like every one of us should be celebrating. Um, you know, he was here five years. And, and truly, I believe that, you know, we have a fan base who historically is like, hey, you know, we're used to the Stockton Malone, how long people are here. It's not the NBA right now. And I think everyone needs to understand that, that you know, if you if you get six, seven years, eight years out of one individual in one spot, you've, you've won the lottery, per se, because, you know, there there is a step, but they're few and far between because contracts are shorter and everything's there. And, and us as a as a front office, um, like, you know, we made we made a decision to to make a change, given a whole bunch of other decisions we were making. It wasn't in isolation. And um but Donovan's been nothing but amazing during that process and professional. And, you know, I, I honestly believe like 95% of our fan base, not only are going to cheer, but like absolutely like love and adore Donovan. And I think we should be focusing on that celebration of him coming back and then, you know, focus on the future and team 49 and everything that we're working on and, and the celebration of Laurie and, and, Malik and JC and, and, you know, as you mentioned, your campaign manager and Walker Kessler, like it's fun. I mean, Ochai last night with, with a career high, like that was incredible. But if you followed Ochai, that's everyone's kind of been waiting for that a little bit. And it, it takes a little while. Let me go back to Don for just one second. Cause when I was, I, I've been starting to prepare for Tuesday and I actually have three moments that come to mind. July 4th, Summer League, we're despondent, and he brings back hope, like, within an hour. New Orleans, his rookie year, 
career high at the time. It was like the moment you realized he was real, that we actually have a bona fide star. And then I go to the bubble. We were in a bad place as just people. It was hard. And he's dropping 50 in the bubble and let us forget what was going on around us. Those are the three to me where he really just left this. I mean, the Oklahoma City win is amazing his rookie year also. But those are the three moments when I think of Don's run of why I'm going to be so thankful to him of what he did for us in Utah. Yeah, I mean, I have my own um, leading us to the number one record in, in the league. Like, we can't discount that. Like, that team, that that group um, did something that hadn't been done here since, you know, the last dance days, right? And, and we're just quick to forget a little bit. Um, for me, like, as a sponsor at the time, like, we had just taken down the jersey patch and – we had, we had made this move to go with five for the fight on the patch instead of Qualtrics and he wins a dunk contest. And I remember there is like this moment where like it, it all happened so quickly and like, we should just celebrate. Like if you're a hoops fan, like you've got to celebrate. Like if you're not like something's wrong, but like we, it should be a massive celebration just like it is with Laurie who's, um, you know, coming off what he did last night at 49. I mean, he, he easily could have had 50 or more. Like it's, that's, that's the way it is. And so we're fortunate enough to be able to watch good basketball and be able to witness it and feel it when we need it. As we look at team 49 here a little bit, uh, part of team 49 is Will Hardy branding at team 49 and Will Hardy putting his stamp on this franchise. What have you seen in the opening half of his first season as a head coach? Well, let's start with team 49. I think that people, when I remember when Will came up with that and he talked to me about that and he talked to the team, like the reason we're the, it's, this is a 49th year of the jazz. And so, you know, next year is our 50th anniversary. Um, but it's actually just shows who Will is, is, it's basically sitting down with a, a group of people who are all new and saying, like, we're not worried about Team 50. We're Team 49. And that's what we're going to control, and that's how we're going to operate. Where the whole world's telling them to worry about Team 50 and Team 51 and Team 52, and this is what the Jazz are going to do. And I love it. I love Will's energy. It's what stood out in the interview process when we were looking for a coach. Um, it's contagious. His ability to understand people were definitely in the people business. And, um, and he's also wicked smart and we're having fun with Will. Will's only going to get better. I mean, if you look at, um, you know, he's been a head coach for what, you know, 40 games almost like, like, um, and I, I love it. I love sitting on the sideline when he's there and he walks by and like, you know, tells one of my kids, Hey, don't be surprised if Malik hits us in the corner or JC catches a three or, you know, a, a fist bump. Like, you have to be able to enjoy your job, and, and Will's definitely doing that, and we're trying to do our best to support Will in every way we can. Um, but we, we have a really, really good group. I mean, this is Danny's first full year kind of in, um, and, and I, like, I like where we're headed, and I think, I think people can feel that energy. Um, and, you know, I think we're super fortunate. Will has a great uh, phrase he's used a lot, but my, my memory, I think we were in Atlanta, and it's about 
an hour before tip-off, and he's walking through the locker room, and he's saying, fun is underrated in the NBA. Fun is underrated in the NBA to all of our conversations. I feel like that's what we have coming. It's so great. We've got Team 49 fun. we got a celebration Tuesday at Donovan, and we've got one of the most fun weeks of our lives with All-Star coming up. So fun is underrated, and we got a lot of fun coming. Yeah, it's, it's for sure. Like, this can be a very stressful business. Um, you have a lot of eyes on you. Expectations get high. Uh, for either the right or the wrong reasons, um, you have a you have people following you at all times, wanting to the right. You have people who are trying to divide you. Um, but at the end of the day, like this is a game that individuals and we all are blessed to be a part of it. That we'd probably do it for free. Like like this is this is it because we love maybe not maybe not I I like I love the NBA. <laughs> I, I get a little nervous guy. when my owner Love when my it. owner tells me I'm supposed to do it for free. I get nervous. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but but we're, we're super blessed. I mean, I'm I, with you. I spent you know the majority of my career outside the NBA, and I paid to come and you know be a part of it. Um, you know, both as a fan, but also is this, and so to be able to do this, like you've got to have fun with it. You have to, and I mean, this is any job. Like if you're not if you're not having fun, or you don't have the ability to have fun. Or try to make it fun. Um, it, it it's going to burn you out. And the NBA is is grueling. Like the one thing I've seen, just being on the inside now, like it is hard because you're moving, you're traveling. Um, you know, are you in Chicago? Is that is that where you're at now? Yep. I mean, last night you were in Houston. You know, weather, plane delays, like you name it, like. And then it's get ready to go and um, it, the season can get hard. And if you're not taking a second to smile, then, you know, you're not probably going to last very long or you're not going to enjoy the people around you and they're not going to enjoy you. And so as a leader, you need to find ways to charge your batteries so that you can charge the batteries of others. And maybe Will's way of doing that is walking through and saying, hey, funds funds underrated, like, let's do that. And I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I want every single player who comes to Utah to say that this was the happiest point of their career. The happiest, they were the happiest. I mean, wellness is a premium. Social media is getting harder for a lot of players. And the one thing we have is like this wellness, the mountains, the ability to get locked in, get focused. And um, that, that's one of our goals. Well, Ryan, great to check base with you at the halfway point. Uh, excited for the All-Star weekend. Excited for all that we have coming up, and thanks for the time today. I don't. St- I still don't have my sweatshirt, so like, I'm I'm super jealous right now. Well, we'll have to talk to Walker Kessler, the campaign manager, and see if he if he realizes. I'm gonna have to talk to him about the fact that Ryan Smith. He wants have my one. vote. That's right. Yeah. Great chatting with Ryan Smith. What a great pleasure to have that on the program. Thanks so much for the time to Ryan. Uh, We'll break that down. We'll talk about Chicago and Memphis as we continue here on today's edition of Lockdown Jazz. What a great pleasure. Thanks so much to Ryan Smith for taking the time. Today's show also brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat? Don't want the fat and calories? And you got to try Built Bar with all their great flavors. Healthy is actually tasty. 
you got to try Built. Seriously, they're so delicious. I'm telling you, they always have. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, 100% real chocolate. That's right. That's a great play to start. Churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. Okay, I haven't tried the last two. They have nuts. I'm allergic to nuts. But I do travel with my, I have my orange skull on the road trip this trip. I had the coconut uh, brownie on the road trip as well. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. You can go to Built.com. You can also go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club now. That's right. You can head to Walmart today. Walk in the pharmacy section. Grab yourself a box of Built Bars. Pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff, or go to Sam's Club and get a 13 box of Built as well. Well, that was really pretty awesome to have Ryan Smith on the show. Couldn't, can't be thankful enough for that. And uh, so many things out of it. Uh, obviously, Jam Session, that, that, that announcement's incredible. That's coming. Everyone's going to get to be a part of the All-Star Weekend. Uh, and I think the celebration of Donovan on Tuesday is going to be awesome. Interesting comedy made that Donovan was amazing and professional throughout the whole process. There's been a little murmur of otherwise, and that, you know, Ryan, I think, quells that right there. Uh, so hopefully, in fact, Tuesday will be that celebration he's talking about. Good stories about Will Hardy having fun as well and, and where Ryan feels the franchise is. So uh, awesome to have Ryan uh, on the show. Appreciate him very, very much. Uh, let's jump into a little bit on this weekend. We lose both at Chicago and at Memphis. The Memphis one did not line up well, uh, even without John Morant playing. They had two days off. Uh, we were playing in less than 24 hours, so I think that was probably uh, an unlikely outing for the Jazz. The night before, Jazz had a brilliant third quarter, and I will say I thought you know, there was a little slippage in the sense of the Jazz kind of as things went wrong that night. They got, they didn't, they didn't, they, they, they slumped their shoulders a little bit. They didn't seem as much as they had the, the bounce that they've had. But there are so many, even in two losses, so many things are impressive. First off, the Jazz got 38 shots at the rim against Chicago. That's a crazy number. Um, and the offense just continues to churn around along. Um, you know, the offensive rating in Chicago uh, was a 119. The offensive rating against Memphis, I think, was a 114. Memphis, number one defense in the league at a 100. So to be able to have that with all those turnovers, and the live ball turnovers were a killer in the Memphis game um, for the Jazz. And to do that, some of their guys, some of our guys are really scuffling, right? Uh, <clears throat> Mike Conley has just not been the same since coming back from that knee injury. Uh, you know, he's battling. He's showing kind of all of his leadership skills. He's showing... Uh, what a fighter he is, but the fact is, it's just not quite, he's not the same. Uh, you know, he is in his 15th year in the league. Uh, you know, he still handles the ball beautifully. I don't remember what his final numbers were against Memphis. Before that, he had 25 assists and just two turners, but he's shooting about 37% from the field and 33%. Malik Beasley, as someone said, is still on a glacier. He's shooting 28% from three since December 19th. Those are two of our most major vital pieces of this offense. And, the, you know, they suddenly are both struggling. That's probably option two and option th- option three and option four, the offense behind Jordan and 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 Lowry, and, the, and they're both struggling, and yet the offense is able to still uh, proceed and, and, and work the way it is. I think it's pretty darn impressive. Um, they did a nice job of keeping Chicago out of transition as well, which has been a major focus. So I think we're seeing a lot of things, and now you get this extended homestand. I, I expect a little bit of uptick. Now, the only concern I have is that injury to Kelly Olenek. That's the same ankle. I think there's a real chance we don't see Kelly Olynyk till. Boy, I'd hate to say. I mean, All Star Game's a long way away. So, but I think we're a few weeks without Kelly. So most of this upcoming homestand, uh, I think that's going to be a real problem. Uh, and and we just don't move the ball 
as well when Kelly's not on the floor. So um, that's a real concern for me. I've said this whole time, I think Mike Conley and Kelly Olenek are the two threads that hold the fabric together. And it feels to me that without Kelly, um, that could be a, could be a real problem. Um, back to one thing I mentioned in the U- in the Memphis game, Jazz got another 30 shots at the rim. So I just, the offense is just diversifying nicely. In other words, it, it's still getting the threes. It's driving to the rim. There's getting the free throw line. Lowry's becoming a stud. Um, the, the 49, uh, we did, I, I actually may not have done a show on Friday because the 49, I had um, some other things going on. So I think that actually, I may not have done a show that day. Um, so we haven't really even talked about the 49 that he, he's just growing up. I mean, it's just awesome to watch. He's completely become that guy on the team, which I think is the most interesting aspect of that game is he scores 25 points where he misses eight straight threes, uh, in that stretch because he did not, um, and yet he still keeps shooting. So it's abundantly clear that he's the guy on this team. And I think that's a major, major step to where this franchise is, heading and going and the pieces that we see of it are the fact that it's it's become totally clear that this is Lowry's team and that Lowry is is making those uh you know is making the inroads to be the man uh and, and the and his teammates know it and the teammates are rooting for him and making the same plays. Everyone's walking around with their walker their uh Lowry market and sweatshirts the whole road trip. So that was that was a it was a cool thing to see. I'll throw it. We'll dig a little bit more into those three games because I realize I didn't do a Friday show. Um, and then uh, we will uh, dig into getting ready for Donovan on Tuesday as well. Uh, Jazz Goo 1 and 2 on the road trip. Uh, postcasts are available for you as well if you want more breakdown on them. Uh, Walker was really terrific against Memphis, which is a great sign. Uh, a lot of you know, a lot of really good signs despite losing two out of three, but I also think it was a road trip where you know, at Houston, at Chicago, at Memphis, that's probably a lose two out of three. Uh, and now we're home for a while. We go to Minnesota for one. We go to Portland for one. Between now and February 8th, that's that's it. And then we go on the, pre, uh, the pre-road trip to uh, the pre-All-Star Game road trip where we leave town so they can get ready for the road trip. And uh, good stretch here for Will to kind of put a stamp back on the team, get practices in, and get this team going. I'm pretty excited to see. Uh, what he does with it. That's all coming up as the Jazz uh, get ready for Donovan Mitchell in Cleveland. We'll talk about tomorrow. Special thanks to Ryan Smith for being a part of the program today. This has been Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast in the Utah Jazz. Hopefully you tune in. Now go listen to Locked On Sports today.